Okay, good morning everybody. Today is December 13th. Rosh Chodesh Tevet, 6th day of Hanukkah, and we are on Daf Mem Aleph. If I remember correctly, yes. Okay, so we stopped on Mem Amud Bet. Two dots, a few lines before the wide lines. Ibayalahu. So the way the, the, the Mishnah told us that we have this Shora uh, Itzadin, right? The ox that was trained to be a bullfighter. So it gores, that's, it's, that's what it's been taught to do. Eno Hayab Mitaf, it killed somebody because that's its job. Okay, and that was it. Ezra, I want to see Ezra. Okay. Well, Eddie's not here. Put it here so I can see Ezra. I'm sorry. Truth is, it should be better here. It's better here anyway. It should be like this. I can see him and I can see you. Adif. Okay. So, Shora Itzadin, Eno Hayab Mita. Ibayalahu question. Mahu legabe mizbeach. Can I bring this axe, this axe that killed the person because it was a stadium axe, you know, it was trained to kill, killed somebody. I want to bring it as a korban. Can I bring it as a korban? Rav Amar Kasher, Shmuel Amar Pasu. Rav says it's allowed, Shmuel says not allowed. Rav Amar Kasher, why? Anusu. That's not the axe's fault. What did he do? He was trained to kill. Shmuel Amar Pasu, why? The axe itself did something improper. And then we don't bring improper animals to, to Mizbeach. Metive, challenge. Okay, Pasuk. Uh, I'll read you the Pasuk because this is the one that they learn. They learn all the Psulei Mizbeach from this Pasuk. It says, All these min, min, means are miuts. And therefore, says the Gemara, Okay, that excludes animals that sodomized or, or were sodomized by a, by a human. Min habakar an animal that was worshipped as Abu Dazara. Min hatzon that was set aside for Abu Dazara as a korban. Umin sorry, that's min um, and then the vav of umin hatzon on the vav itself. But it says that the animal that gored we exclude from the mizbech. Amar bishimon im neemar roveya lama neemar nogeyah. The im neemar nogeyah lama neemar roveya. Why Why we have to have a mi'ut for the rovea and the nogeach? Because they're really not the same. Why? Rovea asabo ones karatzon. Nogeach lo asabo ones karatzon. Which is going to be the proof for our challenge over here, right? It just said that the ox that was gored, when it's anus, it's not the same as ratzon. And this is Baraita talking about animals that are excluded from the mizbeach. So keep that in the back of your mind while we continue the barata. Nogeyah mishalem kofer. Roveya eno mishalem eta kofer. The axe that gored and killed will pay kofer. An axe that was roveya doesn't pay kofer. Lefichach, therefore, says Rabbi Shimon, Hutzrach lomar roveya, veutzrach lomar nogeyah. Period, end of barata. And then the Marab points out the, the, the uh, focus of the barata, where we, why we brought this proof. Ketani mihat, nevertheless, it says in this barata, Roveya asabo ones keratzon. An animal that was sodomized, it didn't matter if it was sodomized willingly or unwillingly, it's sodomized, it was sodomized, makes no difference, you can't bring it as a korban. But it also said, right? An axe that gored, it's not the same if it gored be'ones versus it gored be'ratzon. Now our question is an axe that gored be'ones. And therefore clearly Baraita says there's a distinction between them. One would be, if it was be'ratzon, it would be asur to be korban. If it was be'ones, it would be mutar to bring it as a korban. It's a challenge to Shmuel. 
when it says that the Torah didn't make a distinction between honest and tzatzon vis-a-vis goring, isn't it lav le korban? Isn't the subject of this baraita korban? I mean, it didn't say what the subject is, but I mean, the psukim are about korban, and when it says the Torah making a distinction between honest and ratzon vis-a-vis a goring ox, it must be talking about a distinction in korban, right? Says Manalo, not necessarily true. It could be talking about a distinction in liktala. Do we kill the ox? We didn't make the same, right? The distinction between, meaning there is no distinction with roveya and and, and um, nirba regarding killing the ox. Either way, it was ones or atzon. Right? The ox gored somebody, was, was roveya someone, or someone was roveya the ox. Either way, we're killing the ox. Whether it's ones or atzon makes no difference. But we will make that distinction regarding killing an ox that gored. If it killed Beratzon, we'll kill it. If it killed Beonis, we won't kill it. it. Has nothing to do with Korban. We used to talk about Hana'ah at the beginning of the... Of the that's, that, that's, that's Shin. Right. Right. So Keren has no Hana'ah. We'll right. see what we'll, there's no Hana'ah. There's no Hana'ah. There's no Ratzon in a way if there's no Hana'ah. So no, the Ratzon to do damage. Ratzon to do damage. Yeah, yeah. Are we categorizing him yet or no? This, what this, the ox? This should uh, is tadin. What about him? Are we categorizing him as what? Aratzon or ones? So the, so we don't know yet. We we we, no, we, 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 we explained. No, the Mishnah said he's patur. He's patur. And we so, said why? Because it says ki yigach veloshi agichuhu. Right, but right? patur meaning not hayamita. So that's what we're saying. Now we're not going right. to kill the ox. That's right. what the that's what that's what we want to explain the baraita. We want to say no. That's the baraita is saying what the Mishnah says. Right. So we have baraita. No, no, no. But I'm saying there's not. We're not talking about nizikin at all here in terms of what the obligation is in terms of if he's considered muad. If he's we're not saying any of that. Nope. Here it's just a matter of what we're going to do with this ox. That's right now. Yes. Okay. Until we go a little further, but right now that's all it is, and therefore what we you tried to bring this as a proof, this baraita, to say that we're, that we're going to knock this ox and not allow it to be brought as a korban. Right. And I'm telling you about no, this is not too much about We're talking about the distinction whether we kill the ox or not. That's what I'm talking about. Right. And therefore if it killed if it killed a person biratzon, we're going to kill the ox. If it killed the person biratzon, we're not going to kill the ox. Okay. Has nothing to do with bringing the animal as a korban, and therefore it's not a challenge to me. And if I had a thing that was mamad that was chayamita, if I had an animal that was chayamita, would I allow? Am I allowed to take that, make it hekdesh, and bring it? It depends. It depends what what the reason for it was chayamita for. Well, you know, if, if it's one of these lists, that it was Ne'evad, it was Rovea, right. there are bots right. in the list, you can't bring them over there. Right. We tried to include in that list this ox that killed the Ones, and we're saying, no, no, that doesn't, doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I says, Guess what? It actually makes more sense to say that this Baraita is actually only talking about do we kill the ox or not. That was killed, the ox, we're making a distinction between Ones and Natson, is really only about do we kill the ox. Right. Why? korban. Because if you want to say the Baraita is trying to make a distinction in uh, do we bring this animal as a korban in if it was uh, if it was nogeach beratzon versus veones and it's talking about korban it really doesn't make much sense to say that why nogeach lo asabo ones kiratzon right why would you say that you're going to tell me no regarding a nogeach the ones and ratzon is not the same love ones didektiv velav ratzon didektiv. What do you mean? The whole baraita is that the Torah didn't make a distinction between ones and ratzon by an by a, by a animal that was nogeach. Right. No, vis-a-vis korbanot, it didn't write ones, it didn't write ratzon, it didn't write anything. Don't talk about it. The Torah doesn't make a distinction at all. And therefore, if you're saying over here that the, the baraita is discussing a distinction, it must be about killing the ox. Do we kill this ox? We know that the Torah says you're supposed to kill the ox, 
if it gored and killed somebody, and therefore we could start saying that the Baraita is discussing something that's written in the Torah. It's written about killing the ox. It doesn't say anything about bringing an ox that killed as a korban. Right. So why would you tell me, oh, the Torah is making a distinction between if it killed the honest korban versus what's It didn't talk about killing it at all vis-a-vis korbanot. And therefore, you can't say that, that therefore the Baraita is discussing what's in the Torah, which is a pasuk about killing the ox if it killed the honest or beratzon, and it's not talking about korban at all, and therefore you tried to challenge me and you'd have been deflected. Next. Okay, we're not finished with the Baraita yet. We're going back to another piece. Amar Mor. At the end of the Baraita, it said, An ox that gored and killed will pay kofir, assuming it was a mu'ad ox, right? And roveya is not mishalemet kofir. An ox that was sadsadamized, right, is not going to pay kofir. Mana says, What? Hey, Chidami. Tell me the case here. If you tell me, right, the ox sodomized someone and killed the person by sodomizing the person, mali katla bikarna, mali katla bidavi'ah. Right? That's that's kitten. I don't care how it killed, and therefore it should be considered kitten, and it would be chayav to pay kofir anyway. So what do you mean there's no kofir for rivi'ah? If you're talking about where the animal was rovea and killed the person through sodomizing the person, of course there should be kofir. Ella, what are you going to say? Dirav ave lo katla. No, no, there's no kofir. Why? Because it didn't kill the person, it just was roveya, right? Without killing. And I says, Hai de lo mishalim kofir, mishu de lo katla. The case is, he didn't kill, of course he doesn't pay kofir. No animal pays, no, nobody you would never pay kofir unless the animal killed a person. So, pshita, of course you don't pay kofir. What are you saying? So, what are you saying? If, if, if the case is that we say it was roveya, it would pay kofir, and no gech, sorry, no gech pays kofir and rovea doesn't pay kofir and we're equating the rovea to the nogeach in that when would you pay when you're in nogeach because you killed so rovea you killed of course you would pay kofir if you're rovea and you killed what's the difference what's the difference I kill you with a horn or I kill you with the ever of the animal either way it's keren and you should pay kofir and that's that can't be what he's saying so what are you saying they're saying that oh kofir because the animal killed through goring and no kofir because it only sodomized it didn't kill thank you very much of course there's no kofir it didn't kill why would you pay kofir What's the what are you trying to say? Yeah. And I says no no no. Amara bayele olam dirav avelo katla. Really, what happened is you're right. The the, the, the is discussing a scenario where the animal was rovea and it didn't kill. Okay, why? So what happened? Atua levedina. They brought the animal to betin. Vekatluha. They killed the woman because she did it willingly. So they killed the woman for sleeping with the animal because she did it willingly. Maybe that's like the animal killed the girl and therefore maybe we should now make the person, the owner of the animal pay kofir. That we don't. That's what happened. So meaning, what's the case of we saying that the animal that was rovea is not paying kofir? It's because the woman who slept with that animal is getting killed in Betty. And therefore, you would think that maybe that we now treat that ox like it killed someone. So maybe you would think to pay kofir. The answer is no, you don't. Fine. Okay. Rava Amar, different answer. Le'olam katla. Really, the roveya over here is, it was sodomized and it killed a person. Which makes it now, why you, you said before, oh no, it's keren. Of course, it's, it's, it's uh, what do you call it? It's uh, kofir, of course, it's a difference. What's the difference? You killed the horn or you killed through sodomy? So it says, Udekashi Allah, Mali Katla, Katnai, Mali Katla, Bidaviah, Keren, Kavanatola Zik, like Ezra said before. Hai, Kavanatola Hanaat Atzmohu. And therefore, it is a chidush. It's not exactly the same as keren. 
when the animal killed for Keren, it doesn't have any benefit, doesn't have any enjoyment, doesn't have anything. It's the Kavanatol Azik. Its intent is to cause damage. When it comes to Roveya, the animal is intending to enjoy, to have, have enjoyment out of this relationship that it's having. And therefore, it's not the same Kavanah. It's not Kavanah Lazik. It's Kavanah La'ana'ah. And therefore, that's what the Chidush is. The Chidush is, it was Roveya, and it was killed. And we're saying, don't think it's Keren. It's not Keren. Even though it killed, it's not Keren. Why? Because Keren is Kavanah Lazik, and this is Kavanah La'ana'ah. That's more. Okay, good. Mas says, Be'mai Pelige. So what are they arguing about over here? Right? Okay? They talk about a case of animal, right? That we did, we learned this piece before, right? That, that was that would dores on a tinok. So derisa is kirin, right? Right? Because it trampled. Yeah. And it's in chatzer hanizak, and it killed the baby. So le abaye mishalem kofir. Le rava lo mishalem kofir. Okay? Look, look at Ashim. Ashim says, chatzer hanizak. Why the ilu b'rishu darabim and chayav b'regel? They are called dichtiv b'sadeh achayel, right? We know that already. La abayeh, this animal now mishalem kofir afapishel lonit kaven lazik. Why? Deha uki dirava velo katla. Hakatla mishalem kofir, right? Like where abayeh explained the machloket before, right? Is that the animal didn't kill? He was the one who said they're going to bring the animal to bed and we kill the when it killed the woman, and therefore maybe we should think to kill the animal. So according to him, you would say that what that the animal that was trampled the baby bechatzer and izak, right? Right. Is kavanato says kofir. Why? Why? Because even though he's not mitkaven lazik. Because he was ma'amid the rivi'ah velo katla. And therefore, if he katla, the inference of Abaye is had the animal killed, you would pay kofir. Because he had to say the only reason why you're not paying kofir, the animal didn't kill. Because if you would kill, which means he understands that if it did kill, you would pay kofir. So therefore, he would say that if it trampled the baby in the chatzir and izak, you would pay kofir. And, and according to Rava, you would not pay because according to Rava, the animal actually did kill over here. Even right? if his kavanah, according to Abaye, was, if his kavanah was not to kill, but he killed, he still would not pay kofir? That's correct. That's correct. According to Abaye, that's correct. He does pay kofir according to Abaye, right? Abaye does pay kofir, Rabbi does, does, does not pay kofir. Right? According to Abaye, he does. And according to Rabbi, he doesn't. It's all his intention. It has nothing to do with what actually happened. Intent of the animal. The intent of the animal. Because that's what is that's what Keren is. Right. Because Regal is normal. Yeah. Right? Fine. Tanya Kabate de Rav. We have a Baraita supporting Rav's opinion that the animal was Ra'ui to be a Korban, right? It was forced. Open baraita. Clearly says you can bring this animal as a korban. Fine. Yalla. Meuse means forced. Next. Mishnah. Shor shenagacheta adam umet. We still we don't know how how we treat that shor, right? Which one? Muad versus uh, the it's the din. Yeah. I guess if you're going to... No, he's definitely Mu'ad. He's definitely Mu'ad. He's definitely Mu'ad. Right, we're not going to kill him though. He's definitely Mu'ad. Right. But you're not going to have to pay... You're not going to... You're not going to... What do you call it? We're not going to kill that ox. We're not going to kill that ox? No. What do you mean? We said Hayamita if... Uh, he if killed somebody. Not, not this guy. No, we said that's the whole point. Patur. Patur in every case? We don't kill the ox. That's what the Mishnah says. Right? That, and that's what Rav says also. We're not killing this ox. Right? Mishnah says you don't pay. He says... Right? Yeah. That's what the Mishnah said. We're going to kofir, but we're not going to kill him. Yeah. According to Rabbi, yeah. yeah. according to Rabbi, the guy's off the hook altogether. Correct. Wow. Mishnah. Okay. Ox gores a person and the person dies. Muad mishalem kofir tam patur mina kofir. If the ox is muad, you have to pay kofir. If the animal is tam, you're not paying kofir. Vizeh vizeh. Both the muad and the tam hayavim mita. 
we kill the animal. Once an animal kills a person, we're killing that animal. And the man will now obviously have to explain to us, if I killed the animal after it killed somebody the first time, how could I ever pay kofir? Because to pay kofir, I have to have a more ox that killed three times. But I killed the ox after the first time. So how do you kill somebody if he was already dead? So we have to talk about So we'll see now. That's the four or five different answers coming in the Gemara. But that's the point of the Gemara coming up in a minute. It's telling you, I don't understand how you could even have kofir forever. Ever pay kofir. If I kill the ox after he killed somebody the first time, and he's now, he was Tom and I kill him, so he can't go anymore. It's over. He's dead. So how do you get to an ox that's paying kofir? You have to have a muad ox to pay kofir. So now we'll discuss that in a minute, okay? But that's the point of the Masha over here. So, it doesn't matter if it gored a child, a woman, a boy, a girl, it makes no difference. It kills a person, any human, except for slaves, which we'll see in a minute, you would be, we would kill this ox. Nagah, Eved, or Amma, Notnim, Shloshim, Silaim. Okay, and the Gemara will discuss do we have to kill the ox or not for killing an Eved. Okay? It doesn't make the value of the Had. It makes no difference what the value of the Evid was. It's a knas, fixed amount, the payment for a slave that gets killed by an ox. Do we kill the ox? Yes or no? We'll see. Okay? Because the Mishnah doesn't say it. It just says it regarding the, the Adam, right? The top. It doesn't really say about the Evid. We'll see in the Gemara. So, two questions on the Mishnah. What? Say what? That's the, that's the that's the fixed yeah that's the fixed amount that you pay. It doesn't matter if the animal the the if it worth a hundred or is worth one. Either way, you pay thirty. I'm saying yeah. worth thirty. No, it's worth one. It doesn't matter if the shul the you paying shloshim salaim. Benchu yafim me amane is worth a hundred. Right. Right. Ela dinar echad. He's only worth a dollar. Doesn't make a difference. Either way, you're paying. Either way, you're paying thirty. Correct. Doesn't matter what you. Exactly. Okay. Says the Gemara now. Right away, the question I mentioned before. If I kill the ox after the first time you killed somebody, how do I ever have an ox that's mu'ad that has to pay kofir? They estimated that he would have killed three people. What does that mean? Look at Ashi. Ashi says six lines to the top of the page. They were able to avoid the ox, and the 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 uh, Bedin decided that the ox, had he got to that person, would have killed the person. And then the fourth time, he actually killed the person. Okay, that's what Rav's answer. Rav Asher Amar Um Dina Laf Klumhu. What Um Dina? You that's what you want to tell me? We're going to make over based on your estimation that he would have killed. Who says that's true? Ela doesn't like the answer. Okay, what did he do? He made them, he damaged three people. So Rav Asher's answer was, he got once, he put the guy in the hospital. The guy was sick in bed. He got a second time, same thing. Third time, he killed the guy, but then the other two died also. And they all died from the original goring. And therefore, three times killed. Now he's Mu'ad. He's Mu'ad for Kofir. He has to pay Kofir. Which means the other two didn't die yet. At the time that the third one happened, and that's why we didn't call the ox. He injures them. He's not considered Mu'ad? No. It's Tom. It's Tom until he kills. Until he, until he does it three times. One time, he's still Tom. He had a bad day. Right? Fine. So, when I was, uh, Zavid, I'm a uh, third Okay, he killed three animals. Says the Gemara, what? 
can't you can't say because muad for animals muad for a person. There's no that that can't, that that answer doesn't work. Ella, you're right. Killed three goyim. And then the okay, the Rav says, It's not the same. Israel has protection from Hashem. Not the same. He killed three people that were already that were already uh, within the going to die within twelve months. They had some kind of sickness, some kind of ailment, and we have to say he's a dead man walking, and therefore he killed the person. And that we mean we're not going to kill the ox because it killed the person that was already dead, technically dead, right? Halakhically dead, right? And therefore we don't kill the ox. So when I says muadat terefa right? A muad for uh, for a terefa killing a terefa is muad for a healthy person. Who said that's true? And therefore, you can't say the guy's sick. You can't run away from the ox. A healthy guy, maybe he's going to run away from the ox. And therefore, that can't be a good answer either. papa the katal the arakla agma the katal the arakla agma killed the person and the owner hid the ox in the swamp. Never took him to Betin, and he did it again a second time and then the third time and they caught him. Now he's muad. Okay. Rav Ahabred Rav Ika Amar Kigonchu Huzmu Zomemezomemin. Okay. Fourth answer, fifth answer maybe already. Huzmu, zomemezomemin. What does that mean? Rashi. Rashi says, the katal the arak la agma. First of all, laachar sheidu bo barach. They testified against the ox, and then the guy had the ox. So you have three testimonies turning him into muad. Last answer is shehuzmu zomemezomemin. Rashi says, keshenagach shte anegichot harishonot veidu bo shte kitot edim. Right. So I had. Pair of witness A B testified about one goring, and C and D testified about a second goring, and then Ba'u kat ahat vehezimum. They 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 testified against the four witnesses that came and said you didn't see not the first goring and you didn't see the second goring. You with us somewhere. Upatruhu. So Beitin let him go. Patur. Uchshenagach negicha shelishit veheidu bo. Right, and the third time he gored, and another two witnesses came. Again, the same two guys came to be mezim, the, the, the third pair of witnesses now. And that cut over there that was zomem the first two times was now found to be zomemim, them. Which means we reincarnated the first two testimonies. Because mm-hmm. now we know they were telling the truth. Right? right? And therefore, because now I have three valid testimonies on the ox. All at one time. Okay? Says the Gemara, Hanicha, that answer works of this Zomme Zomimin, Ili Yaude Torah Bainan Shapir. Ela Ili Yaude Gavra Bainan Memar Amar Lelo Havayadana. Okay? Which means if the, the, the purpose of testifying is to inform the person, right, to inform the ox, to make the ox mu'ad, we have to have testimony about this particular ox that is mu'ad, you're right. So now I have three testimonies about this ox. But if the intent of the testimony is to warn the owner of the ox that he needs to have three warnings, he can say, you can't make me mu'ad with these zomimim zomimim. I, 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 I thought that these guys were really edim zomimim, and the first two never happened, so I didn't watch my ox fully, because he was tam. Can't make me chayav. Right? Me'emar amale lo havayadana. So when I says back, no, no. Kegon de amre kol emat de katil tore gabe hava kai. 
right? That the part of the testimony was that that while the ox gored times one and two, the owner happened to be right there watching. He knew. Which means he knew. He can't claim he didn't know. So when they were found to be Zomem, he can't claim, oh no, what do you mean? I wasn't warned. I actually was warned because I was standing there. Okay, fine. Ravina Amar, another answer. Maybe sixth answer already. I don't know. Ravina Amar, makirin et baal hashor, ve'en makirin et hashor. We know who the owner of the ox that Gord is and killed, but we don't know which one of his ox are the one that killed. Okay. And therefore, I can't kill the ox Gord three times, That's but I can't kill. I can't. I don't know which one it is. I can't right. kill it. And therefore, okay, my What do you want the ox the owner to do then? Because the people will tell him what Beti will tell him. Torah nagchena itlach bekarach ibayalach lenaturek kule bekarach. You have a goring ox among your cattle. You better watch them all. Okay, fine. And therefore, it's possible to come out with an ox that's going to pay. That's going to pay uh, kofir. Okay, fine. Five. Uh, we brought five, six different answers. A couple of them we knocked out, but there are two or three valid answers here in the list. Okay. Fine. Next. Veze veze hayavin mita. Okay, we said that we're going to kill both the ox that was Tam that killed or the ox that was Mu'ad that killed. Either way, we're killing the ox. Okay? Tanu Rabbanan. Says the Gemara. I'm going to read you Pasuk first. Okay, the Pasuk says, uh, I can't read it to you because I don't have it in my Gemara. Oh, I do. Chigach shor et ish or et isha vamet. Sakol yisakel hashor. Ox gores a man or a woman and the person dies. We stone the ox. You cannot eat the meat and the owner is free. That's what the Pasuk you tell me I'm stoning the ox, I know I can't eat it. It's not stoning. It died by stoning. Of course, it's a nevelah. Of course, I can't eat that. Why does Torah have to tell me lo yachel besaro? Magid lecha, Torah is telling you. Magid lecha katuv sheim shehato laachah shenigmar dino asur beachila. The chidush is that you can't eat this no matter what, even if it didn't die from the slaughtering. It died because you made shechita. It was found to be a goring ox in Bedin. The Gemardin came down with stoning this ox. So you ran inside, outside to the pen in front of the Bedin and slaughtered your ox before they stoned it. Maybe you'll think you could eat it, says the Pasuk. No matter what, even if it didn't get sakol, you sakel, can't eat the meat. Says the Gemara, Now that only tells me that I can't eat the flesh. I can't eat the meat. How do I know that the ox is not only a sword be'achila, once it was gemar din it's also a sword be'ana'ah. Cannot derive any benefit from this ox. Talmud lomar, u'bal hashor naki. Okay? The ox, the owner of the ox, is free. Manah says, my mashma. What does that mean? How do I learn ba'al hashor naki means a sword be'ana'ah? Says the Manah, Shimon ben Zoma Omer, Ki Adam, Shomelo Havero, Yatsa Ish Ploni Nakim in Nechasav, Veenlo Bahem Hanaashel Klum. Period. The way it was an idiom they, they would talk in those days, that this guy is free from his assets. He's got nothing, got nothing left. And so Bala Shonaki means he's got nothing, no, nothing left in this ox. No Hanaah. Okay. Says the Manah, Umimai, Delo Yachel Pesaro, Lecha de Shahato, Ahar Shenik Mardino, Shasur Bachila. Who? 
דהי לא יאכל בשרו, להיכא דסקלה מסקל, דאסור בהנאהו. Why you saying that the loyachil pesaro is talking about why I slaughtered the ox before I shechted the before I, I I slaughtered before I stoned it, right? And then it's telling me I can't eat it. Why don't you say it's there, right, to tell me that I stoned it and I can't have hanaah from the animal? Or you can't sell it. Or you can't. Okay, no, hanaah. That's what hanaah is. That's the hanaah. I stoned it. I know I can't eat it. But now the lawyer Achel Besano is to tell me you can't derive any benefit from it. You can't sell to a goy. Like, I mean, what does that mean? So says, Amar Rabbi Azar, Komakom Achel, Lotochal, Lotochelu, Echad Isur Achila, Echad Isur Period. Which means, lo yachel already means intrinsically no hana'ah. How do I know? I learned it from a binyan av from Nevelah. Where it says over there, right? Nevelah lo yachel, akel tashlechin oto, o lager, o makolim kerenu lager. Right? It says over there that it's not, I'm not allowed to eat it. Right? And then the Torah says, but you can give it away. You can sell it, sell it to a goy or give it to a ger. Which means, if I didn't tell you that you could sell it to a ger or to a goy or give it to a ger, the lo yachel would have meant totally nothing. Get, can't have any hanaa. And therefore, lo yachel in general, unless the Torah tells you specifically it's mutar hanaa, is actually asur hanaa. Right. So over here it says lo yachel besaro. I would have said, yeah, stone the ox. I know I can't eat it because it's a nevela, right. and now I also know the lo yachel in the pasuk of lo yachel besaro is telling me it's asur hanaa. Why don't you do that? Why are you assuming that it's about slaughtering before Sikila? Amre, answer back. Hani mili, hecha denafik le isur achila, ve isur hanaa, mikra miloya achel. Aval, hacha de isur achila, misakoy sakel nafka, isalka da atach, hai loya achel besaro isur hanaahu, lichtov rahmana, loya hene. Inami, loya achel. Et besaro lamali, dafal gav de avde ke'en basar de shahteh asur. Says this derasha of Rabbi of who was it? Yeah, Rabbi of who? Right? Was when do we say that lo yachel is in, is asur behanaah? That's when I'm learning from the lo yachel both isur achila and hanaah. That's when I'll say it's inclusive because that's the story by Nevela. Says can't eat it, give it away, sell it. Ah, without the giveaway salad, I would say can't eat it, can't have any benefits. So when I'm learning both from one pasuk of loy achel, that's when I say loy achel is there for hanaah. But in our case, I'm not learning the loy achel from loy achel. I'm learning it from sakol yisakel. It's a nevela. I already know. So when it comes to lo, now you want to tell me it's a sorbi hanaah. Don't write loy achel. Write lo yahne, or write lo or or lo yochal. Period. Et besaro lamali. What's lo yachel? Et besaro. You could write lo yachel. Et besaro. The af al gav the avdeh ke'en basar. Even though you made this animal as if you could have eaten it, how the shachteh you slaughtered it, still it's asur b'hana. And therefore, I want to say it makes more sense based on the words of the psukim that's talking about before. I, I slaughtered it before this before the stoning. Okay. Matkif la mozutra. He says Emma hani mili hecha de badak tzor. Right? 
right? So he says, maybe we could say that this pasuk of sakol yisakel lo yachel is talking about when I slaughtered the animal, okay. right? It was found guilty, got a stone, got a penalty of stoning, and then I slaughtered it before we stoned it, but I slaughtered it with a stone. I sharpened the stone, and I slaughtered it. I did ke'en skila to the animal, right? And so I got its skila, and I slaughtered it. But maybe if I slaughtered my mash the real way, with a knife, before slaughtering it at all, before stoning it at all, then it's not sakol yisakel, and maybe maybe maybe, not, maybe the meat's allowed. Maybe only the gemara deed is not enough to make it a sur I slaughtered it properly, fully with a knife, and then maybe now I'm allowed to eat the meat. Maybe the whole time I'm allowed to eat the meat is when I did this the shkita ke'en skila by using the stone. Says the amre atu sakin ketiva beoraita. Does it say anywhere to slaughter in the Torah with a, with a knife? Doesn't say it. We learned it already. We learned it in Nazir. It says, person who slaughters with a small sickle, with a stone, with a reed, anything that can cut properly, it's kasher. Now, so therefore, that can't be the havamina either, to tell me, oh, the puzzle was only talking about when I slaughtered a stone. Okay, so I'm fine. Vehashta de nafka le isur achila, ve isur hanaa, milo yachelet besaro. What are you doing? If you tell me now, technically now, that I can have right? And tell me, I'm sorry, I learned from that both Isur Achila and Hana'a. So what's Balashonaki? Right? It's there for Hana'at Oro, the skin. Why? The Salka da'atachamina Besaro, who the Asur, Hana'a. Aval Oro, Nishtereb Hana'a. Period. Right? You might have thought there's a hava amina to say that the skin of the animal would be mutar because it says maybe that's what's only the flesh. Maybe the skin I would be allowed to sell, do something with it, make it into a carpet, I don't know, make a jacket, leather shoes, pick you want, right? Shoes. And therefore, you get no benefit whatsoever, even the skin's asur. Okay. Apparently, there's a bunch of Tanaim that are going to bring up this Baal Shonaki and learn something else with Baal Shonaki. And therefore, we're going to ask, based on those opinions that we haven't seen yet, we're going to ask for them anyway. Right? Where are they learning from? Because they're using Baal Shonaki for something else. We're saying it's for Hana'at Oro, but they say it's for something else. So, okay, according to them, where's Hana'at Oro? We didn't know that that's Subhana. Nafka Luhum Et Besaro. Et Hatafel Besaro. Right? My nihu oro. Right? Lo yachel et besaro. What do I, need? I don't need the word et. It's extra. I could have wrote lo yachel besaro. Right. What's et besaro? That which is secondary to the basar. Well, what's secondary to the basar? The skin. And therefore, et in the word for them would make the skin asur behana'a. The haitana. Right? Right? Haitana et lo darish. Right? Oh, sorry, I skipped the line. Yeah. This tana, the one that we just quoted over here, that's saying ubala shonaki is the tana that's not doresh, the word et. Okay, the time, and now we're going to show you that there are Tanaim that Toresh et, and those are not Toresh et. The Tanya, right? Famous, we know this, right? The the Tanya Shimona Amsoni ve Amila Nechemia Amsoni, right? Yes, Shimona. Because there's another one that says calls him Shimona Timni. Sometimes Shimona Timni, Shimona Amsoni. Some say Nechemia Amsoni. Haya Toresh kol etit shebat Torah. He was Toresh every et in the Torah. Kevan sheigia le et Adonai lo hecha tira piresh. 
once he got to this one, right, he was Doresh every et and saying it's et l'rabot, et l'rabot, et l'rabot to add something on, because it's extra word, you don't really need it. And therefore, when he got to et Hashem Elokecha to be, to fear, right, he says there's nothing I can fear like God. There's no, there's no, there's no secondary item to add on to our fear of God. And therefore, Piresh, he says, all my ets are mistaken. Forget about it, erase them all. And therefore, the Tana over here that's not Doresh et for us would be this Tana. After he said to Hashem Elokecha, it would be Shimon Amsuni or or or, or Nechemia Amsuni, who's not Doresh Et, so he says Baal Shonaki, right? Peresh, okay, he stopped. He stopped it. Amru lo tal midav rebi kol etin shidarash tamatei alehin. What you that whole book he wrote about all these etins? Amalem kishem shikibalti sachar al derisha, kach kibalti sachar al perisha. Right? And once I just like I got the the, the, the sachar for writing all these derashot, I will get the sachar for stopping when I know that I'm wrong. Okay. Okay. To be bad that you have to fear of because again it's similar to like Hashem. Fine. And therefore, we're good. Now we know what's going on. Shonaki, right? So now we're gonna see what the Dirashav, the other rabbis are, which we're saying now, right? Okay, you have a tam ox. Okay, well, apparently this ox actually can't be tam because it's talking about. Uh, uh, sorry, the talk that the, the subject of that pasuk is tam, right? It's a tam ox that killed a person. That's the subject of the pasuk. So we're saying balashonaki. You don't pay hatsi kofer. You have a hami to say, well, I would have paid hatsi nezek, and uh, so maybe I pay hatsi kofer. Right. No, naki. I'm al Rabbi Akiva. Ve'alo hu atzmo en mishtalem elamigufo. Haviuhu lebetin ve'shalem lecha. Akiva says, well, what, what, what did Asha need to make for Hatsi Kofir? There's no Hava Amir to think Hatsi Kofir. All Hatsi Nezek is paid directly from the goof of the animal. Then the guy wants Hatsi Kofir, let them bring the dead, uh, the dead animal that we killed already because he killed somebody, and let him, dead animal, pay you. He's making fun of his Dirash almost, right? It's not what kind of nonsense he's saying. We would never pick it out of the guy's pocket. It's tam. It has to be from the goof. The goof of the animal's dead. What, what the, you want Hatsi Kofir? Bring the animal to Bedin, let him pay you. You think that, that that's what you think of me? How do you think that I, right? You think that I was talking about an animal that was hayamita? Right? So, meaning what? Do we weren't going to kill the ox? That's the chidush. The ox is tam, and we're not going to kill the ox because either we only have one head or we have the baal who's modeh. To say what happened, and Modebe Knas is patur, he's not going to pay the Hatsi Nezek, but maybe he'll say he has to pay Hatsi Kofir. Kamashmalan my derasha. Balashon Akim Hatsi Kofir. He says, Api Baalim, Modebe Knas, who? Right? What do you mean, Api Baalim? Modebe Knas is patur, of course he's patur. No, this Tana holds Kasava Kufra Kapara. Look at Ashi. Wait, is he being there now in terms of Api Baalim that that would work? That would, no, is, no, look at Ashi. Ashi says, Ama Right? Hello, Im Hayab, Im Hayab Haya, Entashlumav, Elamigufo. Vizishin is Skal, Mima Mishalim, Yomru Ba'alim Haviu, Lebedin, Vishamu Lechaimenu. Right? Bring the carcass to Betin. 
It's already a subhana, obviously, so we know that. And dini, meaning en midrashi zeh sha'ani doresh, that I have to pay hatsi kover el kishimit al pi ed ehad. It's only talk about when it killed by one witness. She'enu niskal, ava mamona ema lishalem, lahachi itzarich kra, maybe you have to pay the mamon, the kofra is mamon, according to him, right? We'll see. Modebe knas, this is back, what? Modebe knas patur, v'chiechi de miftar miktala, miftar nami mi kofer, right? If I'm modeh b'knas, and I'm not going to pay the nezek, because the chatsi nezek is knas, so that should also be automatically patur from the kofir. V'lama likra, I don't need a pasuk to make me patur. Now, v'hu adin, d'have matzi lemifrach a'ed ehad pshita de patur. But, at the end of the day, why is he saying this? Because kasafar kufra kapara, meaning lefichach ilom ma'ateh, if I, the pasuk didn't exclude chatsi kofir by bringing the pasuk of ba'al shonaki, hava amina lehayev, I would have thought it would be high enough to pay. Ben be'ed ehad, ben al-piat small. Why? Ki hechi de'etevele kapara. He would want to pay it. He wants kapara. Kamash b'alah, no. Ba'ashon ha'ki, you don't even pay hatsi kofi. You don't pay nothing. It's off. You're off the hook totally. Okay, fine. So that's the one derasha. Tanya idach, another one. Amal on b'li ezer, akiva, kachani be'enecha. Shedini b'zeh shahayam mita, en dini ela b'mitkaven la'arog et ha'be'ema v'harag et ha'adam. Limitsri, Viharagit Israel. Linifalim, Viharag ben Kayama. Okay? Which means another conversation between Bi Aizer and Biakiva, where the Bi Aliezer is claiming back, you think I was talking about an ox that was Hayamita that we were gonna kill? We weren't killing the ox. And over here, the reason that he brings is different than he said before. Right? Before he said Api Edihad or Api Balim. Over here he's saying it was Mitkavela Rog Behema Viharag Adam. Or Mitzri v'harag Yisrael, or Nefel v'harag by Karayama. In all of those, we're not killing the ox because his intent wasn't to kill, right. at least to kill somebody that was chayav mitah for the ox. So when I want to know, okay, very nice. He'amal la beresha, which means Gemara is not disputing that both of these conversations took place. They both took place. The question is, which one did the Eliezer say to the Akiva first? The case of Edehad. Right or the case of mitkaven aroget beima v'aragit adam. Rav Kana mishmed Rav Ama mitkaven amale beresha. The second one is the first statement. Rav Tuviyome mishmed Rav Amar mitaviyome taviyome mishmed Rav Amar hemit amale beresha. Right, the edechad. Okay, machloket. What just happened here? Which one of these two conversations took place first? Chronological order. Question. What? What? what, what oh, it's not Tanya Idach. It's not Tanya means it was another Baraita. I mean, now the are not disputing that both conversations happened. They, they're saying both of them happened. The question is, which one did Bielisa say first to the Akiva? That's all. They well, said all. Kamina. Okay. Well, exactly. We're going to see right now. Okay. It's exactly what we're going to see right now. Okay. Yeah. So okay. look at look at Ashi first. Oh, she says another, right. No, it's not a separate. It's not a. It's not an Ika It's not Ika Amri. It's Tanya Idach. There's another Baraita, which means they had both conversations. Okay. Look at Ashi. Mitkaven Amale Beresha. He says, what? The Kavana one, is greater proof that, we, that, that uh, he doesn't pay Chatzin Kofer. Why? Because it had intent to kill. There's two witnesses. And it had intent to kill. And it was just intended to kill an animal, to kill the person. You may think he has to pay Kofer. Right? with only one witness and therefore the bigger proof was the second one the, right the second one according to him right that mitkaven 
And therefore he says, Right? So again, we read that once more time inside. Okay? They're both in name, both of them name of Rava, right? both quoting Rava. So one says Rava says Mitkaven first. And the other one says, no, Hamit first. He was he killed the Api the Hat. So Rav Kahana Mishmed Rava Amar Mitkaven Amal Bereisha. Why Mashal Litzayad Sheshole Dagi Minayam? Right? Why would he give the the case first of the Mitkaven, which is the bigger proof? Right? He says it's like a fisherman who's fishing from the sea. Mishkach Rav Reve Shakil. He caught a big fish. He puts it in his bucket. He went fishing again. Zutre Shakil. He found another fish. He puts it in the bucket. He's not throwing it back. He got fish. Fine. And therefore, he gave the bigger proof first. That's Rav. Rav Mishmed Rava Amar No. Hemit Amalo Beresha. He gave the smaller proof first. Mashal Sayad The fisherman who's standing at the sea, right? Mishkah Zutre Shakil. He found the small one. He took. He took it. Then he went fishing. Mishkah Ravreve Shad Zutre Veshakil Ravreve. He got a bigger one. They threw back the small one and they took the big one. So that's what happened over here. You get the small proof, and then he realized, oh, I have a better proof. So he brought the second proof, right? That's uh, that's his fault. Says he does not have a container big enough to hold all the fish. So. Okay, could be right. He doesn't have a choice, right? Because otherwise, he had a choice to keep them all, right? That makes sense. Now she probably says it. Look at her she. Yeah, it now she says mishkach rav reveberesha shakilhu, right? I take the first one big. Mechiada mishkach zutre shakil hachanami, right? Afal gav dera ayag dola amar leberesha hada mishkach raya zutre amar niale also, right? Other opinion was no. I don't know if I want to find something else. I have a good proof. I'll use this proof now. Then I found the bigger one later. Now, there you go, Ezra. He doesn't have a utensil big enough. Right? I don't can't hold both. So I dropped the small one. Take the big one. Hachanami so too over here. Hemit amala beresha de akati lo hava yadale milta de adifa minne. I said the the one about they killed with one witness because I didn't have anything better yet. Ki adar mishkachach when they found the other one. Hadar be mikamaytai he pulled back the second one. And the question is, nafkamina now is did I, did, is he retracting on one of the one of the right, two? Right, right. The fact that he threw it back. Yeah, and we'll stop here. The rest will continue right. tomorrow. Kan barach avonai leolam. Amen. Amen. Have a beautiful day, everybody. Thank you, everybody.